What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Society List, where we are accelerating the awakening every single day. That's what we love to do. I'm Sal Dominguez. I'll be your host today. We got Ashley here with us. Hey, what's up? What's popping, various listeners and <laughs> listenings alike? Cool, cool. So today's topic, uh, we're going to be talking about how to change the way we look at the world, why it's important, uh, why it's essential to accelerate your awakening. So what do you think about the way, how do you think people look at the world today? Like, what's the main prognosis there? Okay, you want my, like, doctor opinion? I want, I want Ashley the yogi's opinion. Oh, oh, even better, even better. If I had to give a diagnosis, I'd say that the world right now has a severe case of silly hoe syndrome. And now what that means by being a silly hoe, um, what it means to me is basically just being so enveloped in the materialistic wants and needs of the world that you fail to realize that, like, birds are cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that... You said the word envelop, you know, enveloped, like you're like we've we're, we're so deep into this material world that we've lost ourselves in it. You know, it really does seem to me that, you know, this structure that we've been forming in our minds since we were born has really grounded us deep into how we see the world today, which is basically what we see everything right now is just the memory of that structure we've grown up with. So do you, do, you, do you get what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I think that you're absolutely like ball and point or nail on hammer. I'm not sure what the uh, metaphor is there. Um, but I think you're really right on it. It's, it's something that you're not, you're not born with. I mean, when you're a child, your imagination is crazy, right? Kids are like, oh man, little dude is like, he's seeing clowns again, you know, like, like, kids are so imaginative. It's crazy. You're born with this, like, wonder and, like, questioning. Like, you just, you start with it. But then you're taught through everything that we do every day that, like, that you're a part of a system. You're not an individual. So there's no need to question, kind of, because you're, it's all kind of laid out for you and what you're supposed to do and whatever. And I think it's really constricting how our society raises children. I think that it's, very constricting for their their growth spiritually yeah i i definitely agree uh children have a very natural like, curiosity towards the world you know there was uh you know growing up with with my sister like i would she would always just ask questions like just an enormous amount of questions and if i, I knew i asked questions too but i just wasn't really aware of it because it's just so natural but i would observe like other people as I was growing up and children, all they do is ask questions. They don't assume anything. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this system has been set up where everything we see at the moment is just an assumption of what it really is truly. You know, mm -hmm. if you're asking a pure question as a child does, you're not putting any past implications on it. So yeah. So like if we can recognize that we really don't know what we're looking at, we can recognize that we, that the way we look at the world right now is actually a bunch of, of not, of, of, of assumptions, a bunch of, yeah, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's like I, I heard before somebody, somebody say, if your attitude is right, the facts don't matter. Right. But yeah. 
then the thing is, you know, then somebody would ask you, you know, facts do matter, right? Facts are real. But, yeah. the re- but we have to realize that what people think are facts are actually opinions. Yeah. They're not based on a perspective of everything is united. Everything is together. Everything has, everything comes from an infinite intelligence. Everything comes from infinite potential. Just like for, for the sake of uh, being different, you know, I don't like calling it God. I don't like calling it, but it's, it has different names. I like calling it source. I like calling it uh, like potential, infinite potential. What is the infinite potential of anything? It is not. If I look at this cup right here, right? Yeah. How do I look at this cup? How do you look at this cup? What is this cup, Ashley? It's a cup. What makes it a cup? The handle on the cup part. how do you know a handle is a handle how do you know that what to do with it well i don't know but i'm looking at it and you're pretty convincing (laughs) (laughs) the only no the only reason you know what this cup is is because you remember it because you've you you drunk from a cup before you've poured water in a cup before it but is the entirety of that potential of this cup in that definition that you put on it, in that meaning that you put on it. Well, it sure isn't. I reckon there's many resources and and uses for a cup. So exactly. So really everything we're looking at is just the past memory. Only thing we see is the past. We don't really see anything in the present for what its full potential is. Only thing I see in this cup with that, like before I change the way I look at the world is something from its past. It's a label. It's a judgment. If I can forgive all these judgments, if I can forget all these judgments, judgments I've put on the world, then what's left? <laughs> yeah. Um, Wow, I think that's a really powerful example. And I think the best way that I can really explain how I feel about that, like my my view on that, is have you ever played like Skyrim or a video game along those lines where you're kind of looking like at your hands the whole time? You have this first person perspective almost, you know, like as you start out and stuff like that. So as you start throughout the game, you only can look first person at your hands and what's around you. And you can't really look at anything else, but you're like physically what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. And then there's a button on most controllers and every controller pretty much just, I don't know what button I play PS4, do what you will. But there's a button that you can push that allows you to go to third person. It's a third person view. So suddenly you're seeing the character and the surroundings from a completely different point of view. And you're seeing like a master of your own destiny feeling kind of thing, as opposed to that first person constricting, like I am this one thing. Suddenly that third person point of view, that understanding, it makes, I mean, the video game, obviously we're, we're, we're connecting the bridges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so having that third person point of view and looking at it from the, like a higher perspective, allows you to see so much more i mean if you want to go deeper in a video game talk as simple as it from a first person point of view i can't see what's around like a building from a third person point of view i can see six enemies back there and strategize how to get you know what i mean it's um it's definitely like your cup thing it's it's a lot like your cup thing where 
when you're looking at a cup as a cup and just as a physical cup, it's just a physical cup. But when you're looking at a cup as like, hey, this could be a soup ladle. Hey, this could be, this cup could also be um, like, it's, it's moving and it's atoms and there's cool things happening there. I mean, there's so many like other ways to view it from a third person perspective. <laughs> if that makes, if that's uh, coming across the way I want to put it down. Yes. So what I feel like you're saying is at first you're looking at life through a, through a first person perspective where everything is, sup- is just the superficial thing, right? Yeah. And uh, this change that we're talking about is gaining a higher vantage point over all of these perspectives, which, is, which are different. Yeah. But being able to do that requires for you to see what all these different things came from, like the, the source of it. Because when, once you can see the bigger picture that connects everything, that, that made everything, you can see how it all is just a beautiful creation. Yeah. Now, and, and, and not just like a, a superficial, this is a cup, this is a plant, that's a body, you know, because... No, it's all some those, weird Picasso painting type. Like, yeah, I, I, I absolutely, I hate to interrupt you there, but I'm just so excited by what you're saying just now. Carry on, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, <laughs> so the, the point that I was trying to get to was, was right, that... Shoot. <laughs> that uh, if I say, if I've already given a label, a judgment to this cup, I, in the same way, probably gave that a label and judgment to myself. Yeah. Now this label, this judgment I give to myself, I'm going to ask the same question. Is it the full potential? Am I recognizing the entirety of what it's capable of expressing? Absolutely not. It's absolutely um, true what you're saying in that regard, that when you are an intelligent creature, and you have all this understanding, you got to understand that other people know pretty much so as little as you do. They, we, we might have learned like how to, how to cook from each other and, and some other fun things, but about the universe, we are all for the most part collectively clueless. Nobody has the best answers or the best ideas of how to run society or what everything should be or how you should be or what a person is. There's just these preconceived notions that we have that were drilled into our head from day one about this is what a person is like, even down to the media of like, this is how people act. This is what people do. This is how you should be. And it makes people really scared to branch out and be an individual for one thing, but it's absolutely, it limits your potential beyond belief. Because if you're looking at yourself as just like, you're putting that idea, like you and I agree on believing that no matter what created us, we stem from what created us, no matter if it's the Big Bang or God or whatever created us, we stem from it, it's all connected. So understanding that and understanding that potential that you hold within yourself as a piece of the creation, as a creator yourself, everything is, and I, I mean that in a, in a sense of you're creating your own destiny, you're creating your own reality. And when you have those, when you are affirming those thoughts and those things that you're told, you're just telling yourself, like, you're not smart enough to figure it out yourself. Like, you're not creative enough to figure it out. Like, 
I think you just got to open your heart and your mind to being more than just a speck of dust in the universe, to having purpose and to being a powerful intellectual creature that creates their own reality and not a victim of reality. Boom. You hear that, everyone? Wow. You heard it here. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> this was definitely the, what, we were, uh, what I was getting to. Resetting, how to reset consciousness. The first thing we've got to realize is that we don't know anything. <laughs> the first thing we got to see is, I don't know what anything is. <laughs> it's all... I have no clue. It's true. Nor do I. And what does that do? You feel me? This, yeah. this, that idea of I don't know, what does it do? Because listen, I believe this cup is a cup. I believe this cup is not a cup. Is there a difference? <laughs> no, because I don't know what the cup is. <laughs> you're, just saying, yeah. you're just saying you don't really know. I believe this cup is a cup. I believe in God. I don't believe in God. You're just saying, I don't know. Yeah. Knowing is different from believing. And that just completely blocks you from knowing. That just completely blocks any, and this is the dynamic people are living in. I know this, I know that, but do, you, do they really? And that actually, what it does, tr truly knowing is, is, uh, is what it is. But believing is is you know you don't you don't really know it's it's a it's a way of lying to yourself and is that really productive in your life does it really help you to believe something without knowing it i call it no. call it the cabbage patch brain believing unfound unfounded things you know mm -hmm. cabbage mind let me ask you a let me ask you a question then i want to know your opinion on this so we definitely agree on that. My only, I think, issue with, I mean, I think those thoughts are closest to true and helpful, but at what, like, what can, do you believe we can trust is real? Because looking in front of me, I see a tree, right? It's the same thing with your cup. I see a tree, but in actuality, I have no idea what a tree is. Somebody told me what a tree is and I believed them. I have no idea what I'm looking at in any aspect other than what I've been told by word of mouth. I have no idea what my society is made of other than what I've been told. I have no idea what earth is, what it even looks like other than what I've been told and like physically see. But we, we agree there's something beyond that. We agree there's something much bigger. There's something that energy around us, there's something more in the physics realm. But to that notion, what, how do you think you can trust something to be true? Or is there anything true other than thinking? Yes. So it's, it's like this, right? <laughs> there is certainty and there is uncertainty. Everything that we look at, we can't really be certain where, where it comes from, especially if we're looking outwards. Mm -hmm. Because it's all just an image. It's, it's all just a an expression of a part of a whole, of an entirety, of an infinite. Anything outside of you is just a part of that. It is not the wholeness of that. Yeah. 
so that's so so that so if i if the only thing i'm looking at is outwards to find this certainty then you'll never find it but what can you actually be certain of what what can you do to what are you certain is absolute and real mm -hmm. close your eyes don't oh. think of anything <laughs> what's left is what's left real it's what's left whole what that's so smart what? <laughs> like, wow that was a uh, uh, probably the best answer to that question i've ever heard in my life wow you heard it here first <laughs> wait what is that thing you wanted to be we agreed on something saul the saul the the guru the guru was that okay you heard it here first folks saul the guru saul the guru hitting you with all the facts i uh, i prefer saul the mystic now i was just kidding. oh saul the mystic that's what it was okay well saul the mystic you heard it here first you don't want this smoke no, listen, guys, don't, don't listen to me. All right. It's, uh, I, if, if you're listening to this, then I am just a part of the whole. I am a distortion of the whole to you. What I say cannot be whole. The only thing that's whole is life itself. And life is just one thing. You know, everything I look at stems from life. I, if I, if I, I, and I am life. Okay. I don't have a life because that implies I can lose it. If I oh. am life, then I can, I, I can't lose something that I, that I am. Yeah. And I am, I am real. So that's so, so what is reality? Reality is what is real. What can I be other than real? And oh, what I was, what I was trying to say is don't listen to, to anything I say. You have to, you have to experience your own life for you to for you to be able to see it and live your life in a way where you're expressing what you want and you're living the way you want yeah because otherwise <laughs> otherwise the world will turn to shit if you listen to me and the only thing i say what will happen i will well, become power hungry the and of that. the world and that never, that never works out for the for the for the world so <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. And I think that I have the probably most like controversial statement that I could say about it. And that is that I think that the most self-deprecating ideal of them all is that people, and I've heard it a million times, that people, what are you going to do without government? Without government, without other people to rule over people, people would just go mad. They're crazy. They'll kill each other. They're like, ah, ah, ah. And I'm saying, listen, listen, it may be controversial to say. However, I do wholeheartedly believe that people have the morality for the most part to self-govern. I do not think that people need to be told by other people how to live their life. I think for the most part, what we do in society is pretty damn unnatural. And I think that people should have that, I think it's the whole purpose is for them to explore and to learn and to make their own inferences and ideas. Because if you think about our society, so if you, if you think about society how it is, 
the reason like the great things that have happened in a society and the reason that it works the way it does is because of, of innovation and innovation stems from lots of different minds coming together and saying hey for some reason i'm really good at math and i've got this idea and hey well for some reason i'm a fantastic chef and this berry doesn't kill you and hey like i paint good and stuff and like so people coming together with different traits and attributes and ideas their original thoughts is what has created our society that right there kind of proves your point everything stems from an original thought from somebody so absolutely you're capable <laughs> absolutely you're capable but on that note i i do believe that people are good enough as a whole i do believe they 100 percent could rule themselves i don't think we need a ruler i don't think we need but to take it down a notch it's like you said i agree i'm like balls to the wall you know crazy and don't listen to anything i say listen to what you think listen to that subconscious part of your brain that just gives you these weird little ideas and you say where did that come from i i wasn't thinking about that you know, listen to that more than you listen to the news. That would be my advice to you for a successful, flourishing life, is to figure it out yourself. One, you are smart enough. You are capable. You are powerful enough. It is literally your oyster. The world is your oyster. You do not have to just be a part of the collective. But that choice is yours, my friends. That choice is yours. Well, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree with that statement that you've got to listen to your own life and based on the soundness of counsel and how you feel of whatever you're listening to, that's what, that's what naturally you're being guided to, you know, we can go on to the conversation of what feelings are for, but that would be a different episode. But I do want to hit on that topic you said about uh, innovation and that people can be, people can rule themselves, right? Now we gotta, first thing we gotta do is where, is identify what is the basis of the idea that the world will just completely war with each other <laughs> if let uh, to its own, if it just let to its own, right? Yeah. This is, the, this is based off of the idea of scarcity, you know? I, you know, that things are scarce. Yeah. But you mentioned innovation, but where does, where does innovation come from? It comes from life. Is life scarce? Nay. Is creation scarce? Nay. <laughs> the source of everything that's been created is infinite. So the only thing we've got to do is awaken to that and view the world in the new light from this higher vantage perspective. And uh, yes, that's uh, all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time. All right, if this doesn't work out, I'll see you on OnlyFans, all right? Stay safe out there. <laughs>